sang them today. She loved those songs. And I appreciate the choir. And it's uh, my honor uh, to stand in this service with family and friends this time in honor of Sister Gertrude Wallows. Sister Gertrude Wallows was 100. How amazing is that? She passed from this life at 725 a.m. on Tuesday, February the 11th. 2020 at Springview Manor Nursing Home in Lima, Ohio. Gertrude was born on September the 27th, 1919 in Larks Lane, Kentucky to the late Kendall Ramey and Allie Beverly Ramey. 
She married Aaron Wallace, who preceded her in death. Gertrude was a member of Lima Missionary Baptist Church. And I'll pause for just a moment. She was thankful to be a member of Lima Missionary Baptist Church. And I'm telling you, Lima Missionary Baptist Church was thankful to have her as a member. She was a sweet, loving, lovely lady. And I'll talk more about her reason we loved her so much. And we'll get to that some of that later. But we're thankful she was a member here. She loved to quilt. She loved to can food. She was raised in Pine Tree Holler, Kentucky. She is survived by her children, Eloise, Paul Nichols, and Jerry, Linda Waddle, both of Lima, Ohio. Grandchildren, Timothy, Donna Nichols, Melissa, Jeff Hughes, Tony, Tanya Sizemore, great-grandchildren, Matt, Stacy, Sierra, Savannah, Corey, Kendra, and great-great-great-grandchildren, Riley, Adeline, Carson, and Nora. She was preceded in death by her two sons, uh, Bernie and Johnny Waddles, and many brothers and sisters, and her furry companion, Bandit. Let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for allowing us to assemble together today, even though our hearts are sad. God, we thank you for helping us, and uh, Lord, we know that you're the God of all comfort, and we know you can help sad hearts. But even, even in our sadness, there are some things that we... Uh, are joyful about concerning Sister Gertrude. And God, we thank you for that. We thank you for the testimony and evidence she left behind of who she is, that she was yours and you're hers. And God, we pray today for this service. God, we thank you for the songs and we pray as they sing again. Uh, God, we just ask you to bless this service and help us that we might just have a powerful spirit to say what you'd have us to say. And it might touch hearts and lives and it might be uh, meaningful uh, to the needs in people's lives. God, we pray and we ask you these things in Jesus' name. And amen.
Amen. What a great song. I'm going home. There are a lot of things that I don't know. And uh, when I was young, I used to think as I got older, I'd know a lot more things and have a lot less questions. And uh, I suppose in some uh, aspects that's true. But as I get older now, there's a lot of things that I don't know, don't realize. But there's one thing I do know. And I know it more surely as the days go by. I know like that song said, I know I'm going home. I've got a home in glory. I've got a, a place called heaven. I'm going there. And uh, I'm not going there because I go to church a lot or uh, I'm a pastor. I'm not going because of any good thing that I've done, which has been mighty small. If I've done anything good, it's been by the grace of God. I'm going because I'm saved by his grace. I've been born again. And uh, uh, Sister Gertrude uh, she testified about that. Boy, you could talk to her about that. Uh, she'd tell you she was saved, and uh, she wanted everybody to be saved. And Well, that's, I feel like that too. If you're not saved, I'd sure like to see you get saved, like to see you be born again. Jesus said in John 3, 3, except a man be born again, that means man, woman, boy, or girl. Except a person be born again, they cannot see the kingdom of heaven. And so Sister Gertrude, uh, she testified she was saved, and I felt the Lord in her and enjoyed worshiping with her, and, uh, she come to church, and she loved to come to church. When she couldn't come to church, she still wanted to. And, uh, boy, she, she had something about her that was sweet and special. And, and I'll, I'll share some things, and then I'll read from the fifth chapter of the book of Romans, have a few things that I uh, think God wants me to share. But, uh, you know, when Linda and I would go to uh, Springview Manor, and, uh, when we'd come in where she was at, and sometimes, a lot of times, she'd be down in the dining area maybe. And, uh, but whether she was there or in a room, when... When we'd see her, her eyes just light up. And, uh, boy, she just made you feel good that you'd stop by to see her. And uh, when we talked to her, when she was able to still verbalize uh, pretty good, uh, one of the first things that she'd say, how's church doing? What's, what's happening at church? What's going on at church? And, uh, and uh, boy, she was interested. And, and I've talked to numerous people in her family and other folks from church that went and seen her, and they had that same experience we did. She wanted to know what was going on in church. And uh, a lot of times when we were there, I'd, I'd have prayer with her. And then a lot of times, most every time, Linda would sing her song. And uh, a lot of times Linda would ask her what she wanted her to sing. And more often than not, it was that first song, choir sang, Amazing Grace. Boy, she loved Amazing Grace. And uh, uh, when, uh, when you'd talk to her and talk to her about the Lord, and her eyes would just uh, sparkle and she had that smile she just, uh, I'm telling you what, she just had a smile out of this world to me. It just blessed my heart. And uh, so uh, she testified of God's saving grace. I'm not worried about uh, uh, her soul. I believe she's gone to be with the Lord. I'm going, like I already started out. I'm going where she's gone. I'm going for the same reason she's gone, because I've been born again. I want to start reading in the fifth chapter of the book of Romans now. Back in the fourth chapter, it ends up talking about Abraham, and he was uh, justified by faith. He trusted the Lord, and he believed the promises of God. And starting out in the fifth chapter of Romans, says, Therefore, carries on, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, life's full of turmoil and trouble. We all have that. Job said man born a woman a few days is full of trouble. We have obstacles and troubles and problems. But that can be on the outside. When you're saved by the grace of God, you've got peace on the inside. And uh, 
Uh, Sister Gertrude knew that peace on the inside. And so we can, by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to this. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Over in Ephesians chapter 2 and verses 8 and 9, it says, By grace are you saved through faith. What's that mean? Well, the gospel tells us about Jesus Christ come and died on the cross and rose from the dead, and he's alive. Uh, he come to be our Savior. And uh, Jesus said in uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. One time that was Gertrude when she was a young lady. God spoke to her with the power of the Holy Spirit. And based on her testimony and the evidence of the Spirit that I felt in her, I don't have any doubt this happened, that she got saved. She come to an altar, she got saved, she trusted Jesus. And so when it says there in Ephesians, by grace are you saved through faith, then it says, and that's not of yourselves. It's a gift of God. It takes the gift of God to make you saved. And so what this is talking about here, we have access. Well, I'm telling you, we, we got a doorway in. It's through Jesus Christ. We have access by faith and to this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And we drop down uh, to about uh, uh, the sixth verse. It says, For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. Well, preacher was... Was Gertrude ever ungodly? I never saw anything crossways to her out of line. But what this is talking about, the Bible says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's not one of us that's righteous unless we get saved. You've got to be born again to be saved. So, so Christ died for the ungodly. That was me and Gertrude and you. And so it says here, for when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely... For a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some will even dare to die. Listen to this. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Let me back up here and get to fifth verse. We were talking about hope a little bit earlier. It says, and hope maketh not ashamed because, and listen to this, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. And so God is love. And when you get saved, you get the love of God shed abroad in your heart. Well, I'm glad I'm saved. I'm glad Gertrude was saved. And again, I'm, I'm going where she's gone. You can do that too. If you're saved by the grace of God, you're going to do that. That's the only way you can go. You can be a great person and live good and be kind to people and moral and, and uh, uh, do charity work and go to church all the time. But except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You've got to be saved if you're going to go to heaven. And it goes on down through here. And uh, uh, that hope, that's, that's not just, you know, I use the word hope. So I hope, that, uh, uh, hope I get to uh, go visit some folks after a while. I might say that. That means I'm guessing I might. But when this is talking about hope, this is talking about a living hope. This is talking about the hope that we have through the shed blood of Jesus when the Holy Ghost is put in our soul. I have that hope. I'm going to heaven. That's what I'm talking about. And so coming on down here, when it talks about he commanded his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, much more than being now justified by his blood. What's that mean? I couldn't be justified in myself. Anything I could do, I couldn't be justified. But when I exercise faith in him, 
God took the blood of Jesus, his eternal shed blood. He washed my soul. That's what, that's what he did for Gertrude. That's what she testified. She didn't put it in those words, but she'd tell you I'm saved. I know the Lord. I'm saved. She'd tell you I'm, one of these days I'm going to heaven. Being justified by his blood. I couldn't justify myself, couldn't make myself righteous. But when, when we trust Jesus by faith, God's spirit comes in, he gives us grace, he puts it down in our souls. Our souls are washed in the blood of the lamb. You talk about being clean. I'm telling you what, uh, uh, when God cleans you up, he cleans you up uh, for time and eternity. The blood of Christ cleanseth from all sin. That's past, present, and future. How, how's that happen? Well, God cleans up our soul. Now, in the flesh, I'm sure not perfect. Uh, I, I do errors. I say or think or do something wrong. Uh, sinful. I have to repent a lot. But what God cleaned up is in my soul. If you get saved, God cleans up your soul. So it goes on down through here, and it says, For if, when we were Enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more, being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we now have received the atonement. The word atonement means made right. I couldn't make myself right, but by the blood of Jesus, he made me right. I was, I was atoned for. Jesus is my atonement. And so, verse 12 Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world. And of course, that was talking about Adam. And death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. But listen to this. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many died, much more by the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And so, praise God. John 3.16 kind of sums it up. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And so, uh, I'm proud that I've been acquainted with Gertrude. Uh, I'm glad that I knew her and she knew me. And she loved me. Preacher, are you something special? Well, that doesn't make me special in a way. I mean, it made me feel special because she loved me. But she, loved, she just loved everybody. She had so much love in her, as far as I could tell. She just had a lot of love. And when you was around her, you could feel that love. You could just, you could see it and you could feel it. So she loved me. And when I'd go to visit her, I think I've already said this, but I'm going to say it again. When I'd go to visit her, I'd hope to cheer her up. But when I left, I felt like she cheered me up. And... Boy, that's rich when you can do that. Lynn and I'd talk about that when we'd leave. Uh, she just had so much warmth in her and so much love, and uh, it just touched our hearts. And so I'm honored today to be in this service. And so a couple of qualities that uh, we've mentioned already I want to sum up with. Gertrude was saved. She prayed for other folks to get saved. She'd sometimes ask us, pray for, pray for so-and-so. She was saved. She wanted to come to church. She'd come when she was able. Well, I remember that last time she got to come. I sure proud you brought her. I appreciate you. 
I'd remember that just like it was yesterday. And uh, she just uh, just split up and glowed when you brought her. And uh, I appreciate it. And uh, God is so good to us. So get saved. If you are saved, love the Lord. Go to church and live for him. Well, I'm telling you, that's the way to be happy. Whoso trusteth the Lord, happy is he. I want to close with prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for Gertrude. Thank you for her testimony that touched our life and the evidence of your Holy Spirit in her life that touched our life. God, thank you for the choir today. God, thank you for the family and friends that are here today. God, thank you for each one uh, that's shown their uh, respect and their love. And uh, God, we just appreciate people reaching out. And Sometimes, God, uh, I've been in times like this and Sometimes somebody just uh, uh, shake my hand or hug my neck or uh, say we're praying for you and it just it lifted me up so much. And God, I pray that uh, that can happen today and has been happening and will happen. God, I pray for the rest of this service and even the committal service, uh, God, and the, and the fellowship afterward. God, I pray that you just help us uh, to be what we need to be. And Lord, whatever is needed in our lives, God, help us to reach out to you because you've told us uh, seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open. And so God, uh, make us aware of what the needs in our life are and help us to realize that by faith when we reach out to you, you supply uh, the needs that we have. God, we praise you today and we thank you and we ask you these blessings in Jesus' name and amen. I'm going to turn the service back over to the funeral directors.
can only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine.